We're back. All Bay, All Day podcast. Hope you all had a good Friday. This is the weekend update. Not much going on. The calm before the storm. Warriors play tomorrow. I don't know whether to laugh or cry. Hopefully I laugh and cheer tomorrow as I play the Utah Jazz. Um, It'll be interesting to see how Warrior Twitter is going to be tomorrow. That, that is a fact. And I will try not to lose my own shit myself. That is a fact. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Social media update. Jose Canseco with the follow on Twitter at Viva Pablo Pancho. Didn't believe it myself. I'm pretty super damn juiced. I don't know if that's a good word. No pun intended. But uh, I think we all remember when uh, Canseco came out with that tell-all book um, about steroids abuse in the majors. Um, that'll probably be a good talk, a talking point for today. Um, I remember when that book came out. I remember all the shenanigans that took place after that book came out. It was ridiculous. Um, I remember um, Mark McGuire. Uh, so, growing up, I think everyone will admit watching baseball then, that shit was amazing. Barry hitting 73 home runs in a season. That shit was amazing. I mean, it was like video. Like, yeah, everyone talks about video game status with uh, Curry throwing up threes and just putting points up on the board and killing the court. How about Barry just hitting home runs? Um, like, it was a thing to do. Like, he was swinging a toothpick. And the ball would travel so far. Um, now... At uh, AT&T, or we call it now Oracle Park, slash Pac-Bell Park, back in the day. Um, balls would fly out of there. Um, the balls weren't juiced, but people were. People loved it. Um, yeah, I remember Mark McGuire crying um, in front of Congress. He didn't want to answer too many questions. Um... Yeah, Sammy Sosa was killing the ball, too, for the Cubs. He was their poster boy. Um, McGuire, a.k.a. Big Mac, had his thing going with Sosa. They had their little competition until Barry just killed them both <laughs> with 73. <laughs> but, yeah, Jose Canseco is a pretty cool dude. Um, I know he gets a lot of uh, flack for um, kind of snitching on what was going on, but like anything else, that bubble, bubble had to burst sometime. I think everyone can admit that. So, <laughs> pretty cool, Jose Canseco, with the follow, at Viva Pablo Pancho on Twitter. Thank you. Um, I'm going to try and get him on the podcast, hopefully. It would be super awesome. I definitely have some questions for him. Um, just the stigma that he has now, after he came out with the book and everything. Um, but is he somewhat vindicated? I must ask that question. Because when the book came out, everyone was like, no, not Roger Clemens. No, not Barry. What, Sammy too? No, not Mark McGuire. He's such the choir boy, right? But uh, as everything slowly came out, that shit was very true and very damning. Um, 
I remember just the whole thing with uh, Barry's trainer, um, how they were all involved, <laughs> even injecting each other. Barry with the cream and the clear. So there's even evidence that Barry Bonds did, in fact, test positive for steroids. You can all look this up. I've had a lot of arguments with a lot of friends and diehard Giants and Bay Area fans, but you can look this up for yourself. Do some research. I, I implore anyone listening to this podcast, if you don't agree with anything I say, or you don't believe it, do your own research. There's Google. You can type it in there. Barry did, in fact, test positive for steroids. Now, at the time he tested positive, baseball was not penalizing its players, aka athletes, for any positive tests at the time. So Bud Selig basically turned a blind eye while everyone was raking in dough and fans and money for Major League Baseball. This is a true, this is a fact. (laughs) It even came out during Barry's court case, and he admitted that his trainer gave him some stuff to rub on his elbow, and he called it, he called it the clear, cream in the clear or something like that. I don't know. But apparently it was steroids. I guess plausible deniability. If you don't know, I guess you don't know. But I don't think any major athlete like that takes or puts anything on their body or ingests or in their body without knowing what it can do. I don't think Barry's that stupid. Um... So at the time, I was a huge like Barry Bonds fan, man. Just watching him crush balls. I mean, I was at his actual um, home run game when he hit 715. Um, I remember like right when it happened, I ran to the store. I bought like a magnet, a pennant, and uh, some other uh, 715 Barry Bonds memorabilia stuff. He's a smart man, so he was um, largely profiting off that stuff. He had his own little uh, Barry Bonds logo. So all the crap I bought, he had his little logo at the bottom. I remember looking at it after when I was putting it all away uh, years later. But yeah, so everyone's making huge money off that. But yeah, I don't believe one minute that Barry's that dumb. So he knew what he was doing. A lot of those players knew what they were doing. Mark McGuire uh, testifying in front of Congress and shedding tears. Um, He knew what he was putting in his ass. He knew he was taking steroids. I know, so if everyone's doing it, it doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. But I guess he wanted to be in that discussion of the greatest ever home run hitter. Um, I mean, putting up 60 and high 60s uh, in a season is just ridiculous. Um, Yeah, so I understand if people don't like Jose Canseco, just the whole thing, because they consider it snitching. But like I said, that bubble was going to burst sometime, and it was kind of cool that he called light to it. Um, cause a lot of young players are doing it too and hurting their body and other people as well. Um, and Raider, a great Raider too, uh, Larry Alzado too. Um, he took steroids as well and human Gorth homo and he actually, um, ended up passing a little bit too early. Um, Lyle Alzado. Um, yeah, but yeah, super, uh, cool shout out to, uh, Jose Canseco for the follow. Super cool. Super cool. Um, and then we got another cool rant by uh, Sir Yacht. I don't know if you, any of you all decided to give him a follow since I mentioned him last time on the pad- podcast. But he was 
uh, letting off some steam again. And um, this was concerning ESPN. Apparently, uh, Pat McAfee? McAfee has his own um, show slash podcast. And he came out recently and said that um, ESPN wouldn't allow him to have any real personalities on his show or guests. So, um, Sir Yacht went off and let it be known that he think what he thinks about ESPN. He had some pretty valid points, I must say. Um, so I'll play this for you all to listen to. I don't know if you've all have gone to Sir Yacht's page and listened to his uh, rants or anything, but he brings up some good points. Um, so I'm going to let it rip, and here we go. ESPN's headquarters are in Bristol, Connecticut, but I actually think they're in Boner City. They have now banned any of their talent to appear on Pat McAfee's YouTube show. The ironic thing is, Pat McAfee appears on a bunch of their shows. Shout out to ESPN, they continue to make the f- dumbest executive decisions. They just keep doing it, they keep scooping lower and lower. Nice job, you f- morons probably because his show is pulling twice the numbers of any other espn show in the same time slot yet espn continues to give mike greenberg more responsibility that dude's personality is the equivalent of great value danger of shampoo Stephen a smith and max kellerman are the two worst people on daytime television Stephen a's hairline is more credibility than he has espn's not for the brand they're against the brand no offense pat you're a legend but imagine changing your entire business model from a punter a punter you're just jealous that pat's better at your own game than you are if you were smart you'd make him a host of monday night football and give him more responsibility you guys are about as smart this week as myers leonard was and need i remind you the only people that have sports talk shows on from espn are airports hotels and bars and they're all muted wow uh, what do you think about that? That was pretty awesome. Uh, the last point he said and brought up was super hella funny about ESPN only being on in bars and airports, and it's usually on mute, which is so true. I don't know if any of you have watched ESPN lately, but it is kind of hard to stomach and watch. I don't know. It just seems very flat to me. Um, I remember uh, love watching Stuart A. Scott, um, Neil Verrett, and a lot of um, old school uh, Keith Olbermann. He was super awesome uh rich eisen back in the day yeah i don't know what it is it's just super dry to me it's very mayo i know it's funny saying that coming from a white guy right very mayo but it is let's be honest it's very mayo i don't know it just doesn't have it just doesn't capture my attention um and they just seem to be grasping at straws at trying to gain viewers attention i don't know what it is i have no idea what it is but it's very perplexing i'll tell you that um so yeah um do better espn i mean i don't know what it is um i could see them kind of going under like sears and jc pennies they're kind of just getting left behind by um barstool sports um bleacher report um and just other people that stay more active on social media and just have better content so i guess um it's different kind of group these days so they like uh shorter version stuff and kind of like a bing bang boom quick funny short to the point um everything my podcast is not so yeah that's what people are really into these days and i don't think espn is tapping into that i don't know who they're listening to what they're listening to or uh 
where they're basing their uh, focus groups off of. But yeah, not too good. Um, also, I wanted to uh, bring up, I know you <laughs> homie Seth Rogen. Yes, the actor. Um, super cool guy. Apparently, he started his own uh, weed company. And it is called um, Houseplant, I believe is the name of it. I'm trying to get a picture here. But he's like super into everything now. He's into like... Oh, yeah, it's called Houseplant. He's into making, like, vases. He's, like, into pottery and stuff, and it's really cool. Um, it's, like, what you'd want to do when you achieve your dream and you have all the fuck you money in the world, and um, <laughs> you just do what your hobbies are, like, what you really want to do in life. So this guy really loved weed. Come on, who hasn't seen Pineapple Express? It's the best fucking movie ever. Um, and don't watch it on regular TV because that shit doesn't do it justice. You need to go and get the old-ass DVD or download it or stream it. And you can get all the expletives and good stuff out of that movie. But like, this guy's a legend. So, um, yeah, he started his own weed company called Houseplant. I've seen pictures on, on Twitter, and his weed looks goddamn amazing. So much I could, uh, I wish I could smoke my fucking phone, but I cannot. Um, but, yeah, it's super exciting to uh, see Seth Rogen uh, come out with his own little weed strain here. And he's got this little packaging and everything. and comes in a little tin pack it packaged safely and everything um i see nothing but these uh young whippersnappers um taking pictures and making me jealous as hell looking at these pictures of this weed um so yeah i uh, hit up seth rogan i was like dude can you uh ship that shit to san francisco maybe because i've seen all these people taking pictures of it and apparently it's all just shipping locally right now like in the la area i'm like damn fuck you la Again, L.A. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, it looks super awesome. I, I can't wait. And he actually replied to me. I'm super stoked. Yeah, I'm one of those people like little kids when uh, people of uh, they got the little check mark. <laughs> and they reply to you on Twitter. So I was like, dude, is this shit coming to San Francisco? Because I want to get high. And this is, looks like the stuff I want to get high to, like right now. And he, I was like, this is coming to San Francisco. And he said, soon, exclamation point. Um, so yeah, I'm super excited. I can't wait to try his weed and it is a houseplant. So you can probably Google it or go to houseplant.com. I'm pretty sure he has his own, um, website. He has other stuff on there too. So he's looking to get into, uh, making records as well. Yes. Records, vinyls. He's got it on his, uh, on his Twitter, uh, page or uh, feed as well. Um, it shows that he's making records now. It's kind of crazy. Super stonerish, but super cool. Um, and then, like I mentioned, he's making vase, vases, 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 I don't know, one of the two, but he's making those now with the super cool, like resonant stuff. It looks like 3d and it's kind of pretty cool, like neon colors. So shout out to Seth Rogen, go check out his, um, house plant weed. And, um, if you're in the LA area, I don't know if you're going to listen to this podcast and be in the area, LA area, but if you are, that's cool. Because uh, we love LA people. We just have a good rivalry with all your damn teams. Um, but yeah, I guess you guys got good weed now. That's super awesome. Welcome to the All Bay All Day podcast. Uh, good weed. So yeah, Seth Rogen. Awesome for the shout out. Uh, and then want to give a shout out to the Ricky Henderson of blogs. You can find them on Twitter as well. And they're on a whole bunch of other um platforms but they are a blog about of course 
the Oakland A's giving their title to Ricky Henderson of blocks. So yeah, they'll give you all the update going on with the A's and um, some cool, awesome content. It's uh, really awesome. So you could find that as well on there. And um, not much going on in the Bay this weekend, which is good. Just that Warrior game, which I'll update later this week. Um, we'll see how that is. Like I said, I know the Niners uh, came out yesterday. They signed uh, Emmanuel Mosley or EJ. EJ Mosley? Or is it Emmanuel Mosley? Or CJ? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They signed uh, Mosley to a two-year deal. I know that. Um, that's super awesome. I know there's a lot of talk about Jimmy G and um, him being traded or cut or traded or cut, which is not going to happen, apparently. They're going to stick with him. There's talk of the Niners uh, signing or trading for Sam Darnold as well to uh, kind of put some pressure on Jimmy G. Um, but it does not look like that's going to happen. It came out uh, today, which is Saturday, and they said that the Niners are not interested in um, trading for Darnold. But I don't know how true that is, um, but we'll see. Um, so it's kind of kind of weird uh, listening to all the Niner talk. I don't know why people are uh, giving Jimmy G all the trouble about um about him being the quarterback. I mean he did take us to uh the Super Bowl, so I'm sorry, it's Emmanuel Mosley. I don't know why I was giving all these other Mosleys. So I think there's tons of Mosleys in the league. But Emmanuel Mosley he's hella good. He's very good de- uh, defensive back. And I saw someone um brought up on Twitter too that um the Niners haven't been signing their DBs in the last couple of years for long term contracts. Which is true. They've been going through them like um like I go through toilet paper after you have a having McDonald's um a lot. And so it's good to see some um consistency in the defensive backfield, that is for sure. Still waiting to hear some news on what the Las Vegas Raiders are gonna do. I haven't seen them too much in the Twitter feed. So we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. Um other than that. I think that's pretty much going to wrap it up for the weekend update. Not much of an update, really. Just a shout-out to uh, Seth Rogen and his weed and Jose Canseco for the follow. But yeah, I hope to get him on the podcast. That'd be super tight. And uh, we can talk about all that good stuff involving the book and steroids. Like I said, we'll talk about Barry Bonds in another podcast. Um, Go more in-depth. But like I said, do your research. Barry Barry did get caught. But he's still a great player. And I think if you're gonna have, you know, Clemens and McGuire in the hall and all these other people, you gotta have Barry in the hall. Especially since he's the number one home run king. I mean, uh, RIP to uh, Hank Aaron. Uh, he was dude, Hank Aaron was smashing it. So you gotta you gotta give Hank Aaron his uh, really big props and due respect and everything. Because I don't know how many I don't know how many players are juicing up when he was hitting dingers. But um, you still got to give Barry his respect, too. He beat the number. He had longevity. And he was still knocking them out. You know, I honestly still think he would be playing up until maybe two or three years ago. 
if he wasn't kind of blacklisted from baseball after all this. Um, while the whole steroid thing was going on, um, baseball was kind of quick to push him out. Kind of sucked. Um, but that's what happens. Um, that's what happens. Uh, the, only, the only other thing kind of cool to wonder is what what would Barry's stats have been if he hadn't of juiced, right? I don't know. It's really weird. But if you look, go back and look at his stats before he supposedly started juicing, he was still killing it. Putting up ridiculous numbers. So, I guess the main point is don't cheat. And if you do cheat, don't get caught. And if you do get caught, plausible deniability the whole way through, I guess. But like I said, I was a huge fan, and then after finding out a little about that, I'm still a huge fan, but I don't want to hear fans with their heads in the pillow or heads in the sand or stuck up their ass. Let's be real. Facts are facts. Like I said, do your research and find that good stuff on Google. You can find out for yourself. So, for this weekend update, on the 13th of Saturday of March hope you all have a blessed rest of your weekend enjoy the chocolatito fight later on the zone and we'll talk about the warriors on monday and i hope it's a good game i really do because mondays are like i stated in my other cast we have themes here and mondays are i hate mondays so i hope I don't have a I hate Monday about the Warriors. I hope it's me bitching about something else. I really do. Okay, folks. Like I said, y'all have a good rest of your weekend. Be safe. If you can get that vaccine, please get that damn vaccine. I want to be in the stands with fans. Like I said, clapping hands. Um, A's tickets are eligible to be... Uh, selected by flex tick holders in about a week. So the 18th. Damn, that's less than a week. No, wait. <laughs> yes, that is less than a week. It's the 18th, which is a Thursday. So on Thursdays, Ace fans who bought their flex ticks can select what games they want to go to. And I'm looking to go <laughs> to opening day um, for sure in Oakland for the A's. And the Giants, too. I don't know what's going on with their ticks yet, but I don't, hopefully they release that for opening day and everything, too. I don't care what it costs. I hope to be there cheering both Bay teams as loud as hell. Like I said, get the damn vaccine, please. Vaccine up, mask up, sanitize up. And as always, we're going to leave this to the safety dance. So have a good weekend and do the safety dance, all. Party hard. Safety dance. Who will the safety dance? Hey, yes, the safety dance. Who will the safety dance? Oh, save the dance. Oh, save the dance.